ChamberCast, the Billings Chamber of Commerce's podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Pennington. It is already time to start thinking about elections that will be happening this November, especially if you think you might want to run for office. Every year, the Chamber hosts a candidate school for anyone who wants to learn about being a candidate. Today, our guests include our very own Director of Business Advocacy, Dan Brooks, and two guests that have previously gone through our candidate school and run for office, Hannah Olson with Dowell and also on the NextGen Leadership Team, and Darren Olson with TDS Fiber. And no, they are not related. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today, you guys. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah. Cool. So we're going to start with Dan, and we're going to ask Dan to share a little bit about what candidate school is why you guys put this on, and who might want to attend. All the things. Yeah. So Candidate School is a chamber program that we've had running since well before I got here in this position. But we hold it annually, and it's meant to give information and resources to folks that might be interested in running for office. So it's a little earlier than your typical campaign season because filing for office actually starts mid-January and runs through mid-March. So we're going to host ours on February 9th, and it's a morning program, runs from 8 to noon. Uh, And we usually have a good number of speakers kind of tailored to the election that's coming up, this time a a legislative election. So uh, we'll have uh, a number of speakers uh, like uh, Susan Fox with the Legislative Services Division to kind of give a rundown on all those tasks and duties and the sort of orientation 101 that uh, somebody running from legislature might want to know. We'll have a panel of legislators to answer questions from the audience on anything that might be on their mind. We'll talk about campaigning, the ground game, the digital component. We'll have somebody to talk about media and how to utilize media in your campaign. And then we'll also have Commissioner Jeff Mangan from the Commission of uh, Political Practices to talk about how to do the campaign finance reporting, which is sometimes seen and I I think uh, fairly so as one of the more onerous parts of running for office. But really, we put this package together and and just want to help get people that information because one of the, uh, I would say, bigger obstacles and barriers for running for office is uh, not knowing what to do, where to start. So we want to get anybody that's even remotely interested in running to to come and and have a download of this information. But this isn't just for people who want to... I'm like, I'm listening to you thinking, I don't want to run for office, but it sounds super interesting and I don't know anything about the stuff that you just said. Well, all the more reason to attend. Right. Uh, So I could come and learn about this process. And then, I mean, if down the road I decided to, but it's just good information to have, correct? Absolutely. Uh, If if you want to come just to get more information, even if you're not filing or intending to run, it'd be great to come and learn. And, you know, if you've got a friend or colleague that uh, does have aspirations for running, we'd probably uh, encourage you to have them register and come and attend. But if they can't make it for whatever reason, you can come and get that information. Dan, is anybody else doing this? Offering this service, I mean, really in the Billings area? In the, in the Billings area, I think we're the only ones that, that have a program this comprehensive, but certainly a number of other chambers around the, the state and country mm-hmm. try, to, try to do these uh, campaign schools. So now we're going to jump over to Darren and Hannah. Darren, you ran for city council in 2019, correct? Did I? Yes. I did? Yes. I, yes, I did. Can you just talk a little bit about candidate school? Where did you hear about it? What was your experience like? And then after you answer, we'll ask him the same question. So I will second everything. He didn't motion for a second, but I will second (laughs) everything Dan just said. Because I guess for me, on a personal level, I had always had the inkling Mm -hmm. that, okay, public service is something that I'm going to want to do someday, Mm -hmm. but never anticipated doing it at such a young age. 
And finally, peers and people that knew this about me mm-hmm. said, no better time than now, yeah. right? So I want to thank those people who encouraged me to do it. Mm-hmm. But the flattering aspect of it was that these people, they're people that I always admired and looked up to. Mm-hmm. And then they're putting their support behind me. Yeah. And so that's just a very humbling experience. But obviously I heard about it through uh, my chamber peers. Mm-hmm. At that time, I was a uh, marketing director at Rimrock Mall. And the wealth of information that you can glean from it, because I was about as green as it comes. Yeah. I knew what I knew what I I knew what the messaging was. I knew what the approach I wanted to take Uh to campaigning and and potentially what I would bring as a as a candidate to uh, city council. Mm -hmm. But getting all the state stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, tracking your campaign donations. I got to throw a shout out to the folks in Helena. I must have been on the phone with them, the campaign or the. Yeah. Uh, all the time. <laughs> there was a very gracious lady up there that was, hey, it's Darren again. Hi, Darren again. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody is really supportive mm-hmm. and encouraging, even the folks down at the, our local elections office mm-hmm. at the courthouse. I must say it was a really great experience wow, overall. that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. What about you, Hannah? So, Hannah, you ran for state legislature in 2020. Yes. And what was your experience like, and how did you hear about candidate school? Well, I heard about candidate school um, because... I feel like I'm tuned into those conversations just in general. I've always been politically inclined. Mm -hmm. I think since I've wanted to run for office since I was in like the fifth grade, probably. Nice. Yeah. That Bush Gore race really (laughs) fired me up. (laughs) In the fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Big nerd. So cool. um, Yeah. And my dad ran for office when I was younger too. So it's just something that I've always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And actually attended the candidate school twice. I attended it at the same time Darren did for the prior to the 2019 municipal races. Uh And then knowing that I wasn't going to be running, but just that I wanted to learn Mm -hmm. and then attended again for the 2020 legislative and state race. You were stretching overachiever. Yeah. (laughs) She wanted to make sure she didn't miss any certificates for me. Were there different, were there different speakers at, both of those. So you got like a different perspective and yes, different information. There were. And okay. that's part of what I like so much about it is the exposure to people already serving yeah. public office who've already been through this process, mm-hmm. who can share their experiences, as well as the introduction to local officials. Yeah. People like Dan mentioned earlier who are involved in these processes and the people that you're going to be calling on the phone to ask for help. It's nice to be familiar with them. Mm-hmm. And then I would say the thing that I really love about the candidate school is that I think races get so divisive and contentious. Mm-hmm. And at least I, I know it's different with municipal races a little bit, but with legislative races, it's very partisan. Yeah. So you have a lot of opportunity for state and local trainings with political parties or partisan organizations. Mm-hmm. But this was the only opportunity that was nonpartisan mm-hmm. for training. And also I thought cool because it's the only opportunity that I had as a candidate to be in one room with a whole bunch of other candidates Mm -hmm. who weren't just a member of the party that I was running with. So I I think that that's something that makes it really unique and valuable. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just that, that whole approach to the training I think is really important because it's a little more balanced Mm -hmm. that way. And it's, it's nice to meet people in person too, and just have the opportunity to 
I don't know, sometimes when you're in the middle of a race, you forget that there's other human beings out yeah. there doing the yep. same thing as yep. you and yep. on a, the other side. Alone. And you yeah, can feel alone, yeah, yeah, running for office can be really isolating. So I think, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just nice to be able to be a member of that group for that mm-hmm. one day and yeah. meet those folks. Dan, I know that you put this all together and so you're passionate about it, but having done it a few times, actually, how many times have you had candidate school? Five, maybe? Yeah, five times. What's like your favorite thing about it or what's the thing that just fires you up? You're like, oh, this is the coolest thing about candidate school. Like, Fires you up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I get real fired up about it. No, I, I think just seeing folks that are interested you know, we have had in the last few elections, at least here in Billings, a pretty good slate of candidates, regardless of the election, race, or partisan mm-hmm. affiliation, which gives folks a choice. I, I really like to see that, allowing voters to decide on, on what they want to, to fill local office. And so by having these candidate schools, with lots of folks in there showing interest, and, and by the way, a lot of them actually having filed or will intend to run, it's good to see that uh, we're helping to uh, promote that yeah. know, democratic function. Yeah, and we get a bigger pool to choose from. Got get a lot more people to absolutely see. Well, okay, who represents my views? So that's cool. You both ran at a relatively young age, mm-hmm. and Hannah, like I said before, you're on the next gen leadership team. So, what would you guys say to a younger individual who thinks they might want to run for office, but? are thinking, I don't know if I'm ready for that, or I'm too young, or I don't, you know, you spoke a little bit about that, that you had some people that were really supportive and encouraged you. So what would you say? You know, take the jump. You don't, uh, you don't glean anything from just standing on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. And again, the support factor was really shocking to me. Mm -hmm. People that I didn't know, you know, calling me like, Hey, I want a yard sign or here's a check. And it's, so if you, if you need like a confidence booster, (laughs) funny enough, like the amount of support that you get from it is amazing. So if I was to tell somebody, you know, on the fence of whether or not they Mm want to get into public service or not, try it, Yeah, go do it. It's, it's a great experience. You won't regret it. Mm -hmm. Regardless if you're sitting in the losing camp or the winning camp, yeah. you're going to take something valuable away. Mm-hmm. What about you, Hannah? So I think one of the scariest things is you always feel like you don't know enough. Mm-hmm. Like that was something I would talk myself out of it yeah. and think like, there's no way I'm not a policy expert on every policy. I don't know every like statute and, yeah. you know, for the state of Montana. So like, I can't possibly. And then I think it's important to remember, especially for legislative races, that we have a citizens legislature in Montana. So we're electing citizens to represent us. And it's okay that you're not a policy expert. Mm -hmm. And I think that you have to go into it just expecting that you're going to give a lot of energy to learning and talking with people and asking questions. And I really believe with everything that I am, that if you already feel like you know everything, then you have no business running for office (laughs) because we are electing people to represent us. So you have to, I mean, part of the process was, was, um, you know, going door to door and talking to voters who lived in my area and asking them what they, you know, Mm -hmm. what matters to them. And so you learn those processes, you learn those issues and yeah, you should go into it with a set of issues that you're, yeah, that you're going to be fighting for and running on, but 
you also have to be flexible with that because there's a lot of things you're going to learn about and Mm -hmm. struggles that people are facing that you weren't really aware of. And then it's your job to go and learn about ways that you could find solutions to that and how you can be a part of that. And so I feel like it's just this big process of learning and knowing who to ask. And so it once I think you kind of give yourself that space, you feel less intimidated by what you don't know and kind of empowered by what you're willing to learn mm-hmm. in the process yeah. to be able to be a good candidate and then eventually, hopefully, a good representative or city council member or um, whatever seat it is that you're yeah. working to. Can I piggyback win? with a really yeah, totally. embarrassing story? Sure. So prior to me actually filing and and running for office, yeah. I tried doing the appointment process when uh, who is the city council representative that resigned and moved to Texas? Councilman Ryan Sullivan Thank in Ward you. 4. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Dan Brooks. So <laughs> college of musical knowledge right there. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I put in for that appointment process. Oh, Talk okay. about a crowded field. There was yeah. like 10 to 12 people that um, put in for that appointment. Mm-hmm. I, I was feeling pretty good. We went and had this great forum at the, at the library mm-hmm. and I was like first to show up. <laughs> I, I recited all this stuff that I wanted to say, mm-hmm. you know, we had a specific, specific set amount of time. And so I sit right next to the podium, I'm like first, you know, teacher's pet, like I'm ready, <laughs> pick me, pick me. And we do a random oh, yeah. short mm-hmm. straw drawing, like who gets to go first. And the good Lord has a sense of humor. He puts me like really close to last. Uh-huh. Like, great. Okay. So during the whole time, and th- this is some ad- advice that I would give to anybody looking to run. Don't let other people's mm-hmm. talking points and things like get in your head. Cause yeah. that's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> and it makes you want to like address yes. the things that yeah. the other people brought up a little bit and how you're different. Mm-hmm. And I was garbage. <laughs> I, doubt I, you I were black, garbage. No, I blacked out. Like I didn't even like as far like you know, you your time ends and all of a sudden you're like, what did I just say? Like, I don't even know what just happened. This was horrible. What a dumpster fire. Oh no. I felt it it was so humiliating. And but that's not how it will be the case for any of our listeners who decide to <laughs> well, run. I, I, the the point is, like my shortcoming in that and in, in being green to the process was I let other people dictate what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Just yep. say what you want to say. Mm-hmm. Don't let the other mm-hmm. talking points infiltrate what you're yeah. trying to get across. And I think a little bit, you know, that's the trial by fire. Uh, <laughs> <approach>. <laughs> by fire so for sure. And, it was, and, and not to take anything away from that, but I would suggest folks come to candidate school and uh, learn, <laughs> learn about those pitfalls uh, before facing them uh, alone. And I think, it, I think I went in with too much confidence. I'm, I'm no stranger to public speaking yeah, or, yeah. you know, years of broadcaster under my belt or, yeah. and, but it's just different. I was, I was mortified mm-hmm. yeah. after I got done with that. I was like, Oh, what have I done? This is frightening. But well, uh, there are a lot of pieces to this process that are uncomfortable. Sure. I think. I mean, Hannah mentioned canvassing and I have canvassed for Hannah as well as other candidates. And it was horrible. I hated it. I mean, that's one of the main things that I go, I don't know if I could do it because it was just so hard for me because I don't know why I just really cared about, you know, what people's responses to me would be when I talked to them. And I don't like it when people are mean. (laughs) There weren't very many. I maybe had one out of you know, 
the 50 that uh, houses that I went to that was not kind, but sure. the rest were great. Well, so let's talk a little bit one. about that, if you don't mind. Yeah. The hit pieces. So you ran for a partisan seat. Yeah. I ran for a nonpartisan seat, mm. but it's amazing how partisan it is. Yes. Yeah. Mm. You're, and you want to do what's right, not yeah. what's right or left. And yeah. I mean, I can cite a few examples, but Hannah. All of mine are still on our refrigerator. <laughs> I, I did the they? same thing. I print them out and it's just like, what a badge of honor. Well, and I, for legislative races, you don't have to live in the district you run to represent, mm-hmm. which um, yeah. is not the same for city council races, but right. I did live in the district I represent and my partner is um, independent. So he receives all the mail, which includes all of the hit pieces for me. So yeah, they're on our refrigerator because you have to learn to, laugh at it I think mm-hmm. can you explain what you mean when you say hit piece for sure someone like who a doesn't photo know? a photoshopped image of my face oh. on a on a nice. pea in a pea pod with Nancy Pelosi that says oh my gosh liberal Hannah Olson and Nancy Pelosi are two peas in a pod or <sighs> or like my favorite was a was a series <laughs> of photos and it was like um, all angry photos of like all of the Democrat villains you know like Chuck Schumer and Bernie Sanders yeah, yeah. and they're all have like angry yelling faces and they're all red. And then there's like a photo of me because it was the worst they could find, which is like my smiling headshot in like the sunshine. And it was like, little Hannah Olsen has her marching orders from Washington, DC, like, which is so comedic because it's like, I had never obviously have communicated with any of these people. And I'm not running on issues that, you know, are are on the national stage anyway. So it's, it's funny and you have to laugh at it. I will say that, even when you run in a legislative race, I mean, it's unfortunate you have to choose a side. You have to choose yeah. a party. If you don't, you could run as an independent. Mm-hmm. But um, if you, you know, it's tough to do that, unfortunately. But topic for another day. Yeah. But. Can I, can I bring it back real quick yeah. to that uh, kind of uh, hesitancy and, and worry about mm-hmm. knocking on doors? We have, uh, as part of our program, Carrie Olson with the Billings Association of Realtors. No uh, relation. Uh, also no relation yes just just a lot of Olsons here in Billings um, oh my gosh does a real real good presentation on uh, kind of that ground game component of oh, your campaign good. and really breaks it down uh, to kind of give you some some key mark key markers and and things to think about as you're approaching a door to kind of get yourself prepared to have a conversation for somebody and and you know even if it uh, isn't as uh, uh, nice as, as maybe you would have hoped uh, it is to kind of help you to have a process to go through uh, as you're out there campaigning for the first time and, and having that uh, somewhat scary, yeah. um, uh, you know, task ahead of you. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you guys do that. I wish that I had done that before I went canvassing. I didn't know about it. Well, I did it for, for a college class, but I think even... That's why I'm saying I don't think you just need to run for office to come to this because you're going to support someone. Yeah, right. You're going to help people. It's good to know all this knowledge. Absolutely. So. Wealth of information yeah. comes from candidate school. Mm-hmm. Deanna, is there any last comments you want to make about candidate school? I, I just wanted to reiterate that uh, you don't have to have filed. You don't even have to have uh, promised to run to anybody. Uh, if you just want to come and get uh, some additional information, find some new resources, kind of answer some of those uh, questions that, that you might have. Uh, it's open to anyone. Uh, you can register whether you're a chamber member or not. Uh, of course, we want uh, hopefully those folks in our business community uh, that we 
like to think have that mm-hmm. business common sense to be running and, and hopefully this helps to get them over that uh, over the fence of, of uncertainty by by answering some of those questions so uh, please, if you're even remotely interested, bring yourself, register, bring a friend, uh, and we'll look forward to seeing you on February 9th. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. At the end of every episode, we do what's called the Rorschach questions. The you guys, what? The Rorschach questions. Okay. Or you can just call them the Rory questions. That's what okay. Jack and I call them. Okay. We haven't prepped you on these questions. Perfect. Unlike the, the other like ones. It. So I'm going to ask you a question, and then you just give me your first response. And we're going to start with Hannah. Dun, dun. What is one news source you go to to get a perspective other than your own? I try to avoid all partisan news. I really. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's good. Maybe just your go to news source. Reuters. Okay. Christian Science Monitor. Okay. I like those, but I also like to check the mainstream news, local first, and then Mm -hmm. check the, you know, ABC, NBC. I try to avoid. All of the ones ranked on either side yeah. too far. Yep. I just. Yeah. Cool. Memes, though. <laughs> <laughs> Meme, memes. Memes. I like those to be part of it. Darren. <laughs> I, I studied journalism in college mm-hmm. and I, I thought I was going to be the next big TV personality. <laughs> Ended up in radio. I just didn't yeah. have a face for TV. And yeah, um, that's true. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, and so I became a, a student of the media uh, and still to this day. So, you know, I had my, I have my preferred sources, mm-hmm. but I find myself watching the Young Turks. Um, yeah, yeah. I watch uh, Glenn Beck. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I try to consume as much as I can, yeah. obviously, uh, just to have a well-roundedness of, of knowledge when it comes mm-hmm. to the, the issues. Yeah, cool. Dan, technically you're a guest today, so you get to answer the question too. Yeah, nothing, nothing specific. I do try to make sure that I've got uh, a balance in my news diet, um, whether uh, that's a, a little bit right-leaning or a little bit left-leaning. Certainly don't want to get too far out on that spectrum, but really just making sure that you know, even if I don't necessarily agree on a particular issue, I'm still hearing from other voices. Yeah, just so you can hear that other perspective helps you figure out what it is that you think, so... I love that. You understand too. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite winter activity? Hannah, go. Snowboarding. Cool. Darren? Snowboarding and hunting. Yeah. Dan? I don't know. (laughs) Playing with your dog? That's an activity. (laughs) Shoveling the yard for my dog. (laughs) You don't know. I I really don't. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite summer one? Uh, summer, uh, going to Mustangs game. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Nice. So he's got a quick answer for okay. that one. So yeah, maybe yeah. it'll be going to Outlaws, Outlaws games. games. There you go. Okay. Yes or no. Will you run for office again? Hannah? Yes. Darren? Yeah. Yes. Dan, will you ever run for office if you don't work at the chamber? Uh, perhaps. Ooh. I have to check with the boss first. Oh, You're yeah. such a so politician. <laughs> dancing around it. You'll be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. Favorite Billings comfort food? Who hot? Oh, Dan's going first. You didn't even get a chance. Hannah. India Grill. India Grill. Ooh. Okay. It's not around anymore, but the family diner. Oh, I know. Yeah. Would, we'd go, yeah. you'd get the big giant chocolate chip cookie. Oh, yeah. With a piece of yeah. vanilla ice cream on the top. My, uh, it was called the Happy Diner. Yes. Uh, it was, the, excuse yeah. me. But the happy that's diner. what yeah. my grandma Keener always used to call it yeah. was 
Let's go to that family nice diner. little family diner. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today. We really appreciate you coming in and talking about candidate school. Sign up for candidate school already. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having candidate school. Yeah, yeah you're you. welcome. Thanks to Dan, Hannah, and Darren for joining us today. And thank you to Jack Genoway for producing. If you would like to advertise with us, suggest a topic, ask a question, please feel free to email us at podcast at billingschamber.com. Tune in two weeks from now when we'll be talking all about Ag Celebration Week. And don't forget to subscribe to Chambercast wherever you get your podcasts because there's something here for everyone.